The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another edition of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, uh, powered, of course, by Evergy. We're glad you're with us today. We're here to talk to different folks about small business. We love small business. We love entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and we love when they tell their stories. And you get to hear it only here on the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. Yes, I love it. You know, being able to support small businesses and entrepreneurships in this way um, is amazing. And so I am excited to be here and to hear from Ms. Stacy Edmondson from Red Door 3. Stacy, tell us a little bit about yourself. About myself or yeah. about my business? Well, first about you and then tell us about what your title me. is and the name of your business. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, my name is Stacy Ebenson, and I am the owner, sole owner of Red Door 3. Um, I started the business um, April 1 of 2017. April 1, I don't know why. I guess I have a sense of humor. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> April Fool's Day, really? What? You couldn't do April 2nd? It had to be April 1. Why not? Excellent. Um, I'm a mother of three, and um, that's kind of where my name came from. Okay. Um, but my business is Red Door 3. Um, we're an exhibit and display firm out of Andover, Kansas. I love that. So you are what they call a solopreneur. I am. Is that, is that, the, is that a term or did I make that up? I think you made it up. <laughs> I've read well, that somewhere. I like it. I feel like, well, if I did, I'll take credit. But <laughs> So you started this business um, April one. And is, is it just you or do you have, how many employees do you have? Um, all of the people that are on our team are independent contractors. Oh, wow. So they are people that I've worked with over the years that I trust, have 20 years experience in everything they do. <clears throat> and I couldn't pick better people. So that's awesome. Um, you know, having a good, strong team is very important to the business. Mm -hmm. So Tell me a little bit uh, about your exhibit and display business itself. What made you, you know, start this company? Well, I actually, um, I've been in sales my whole life. Um, for a long, long time, I worked for a yellow page company called Feist Yellow Pages. Mm, yeah. Oh, wow. The Feist family is my all-time favorite um, employer to work for over the years. They just were those type of people that, you know, if you did something for a client, it was the right thing to do. 
And I went that journey with them until they retired, until they sold. Mm -hmm. And one of my uh, clients in Yellow Pages actually was an exhibit company here in town. I went to go renew his advertising and uh, he said, I don't want to do advertising with you. I want to hire you. So I became a sales rep for him and he introduced me to the industry and I'm very much grateful. That's wonderful. That's a great story. Tell us a little bit about uh, the business and something that people may not know. Uh, We only get one chance. (laughs) When you do a trade show exhibit and you ship it to a show, once it's been manufactured, if it's not right, then there's a problem. Mm -hmm. So it's very fast paced. A lot of our clients typically contact us days before a show, if not weeks before a show. So we make it work, but everything's different. Everything's unique. Um, what I love about the industry is we help businesses succeed. I mean, where can you go to where you could be on a national platform or a global platform to talk about your product and your business and your message in one place? Mm-hmm. It's at a trade show. I love that. And so go a little bit deeper into that. Tell me exactly what it is that your business does. If I'm looking to go to a trade show, how, what, when would I call your business um, to, and how would you help me? Well, we would love for you to call us at least three months in advance. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't call you two weeks in advance. Nice, nice. (laughs) Um, You know, we um, do it a lot of different ways. Either we go directly with the client. So we'll set down with them. um, You know, the the majority of our clientele is manufacturing. I would say 80% of our business is manufacturing. That's kind of how I got into it with regard to... um, the Manufacturing Association and how I got associated with that because of manufacturing itself. But, you know, a client may contact us and say that they um, are either going to their first trade show and they're not quite sure what to do. Mm-hmm. How do you market? How do you, um, you know, notify your clients or prospects before the show? How do you envision what type of booth you're wanting? What type of product you're wanting? Um, what, how many, you know, um, attendees do you think will be at the show? Um, how many employees should I bring to work at the show? Mm. Um, we sit down and evaluate everything. If it's a manufacturer, I always go and tour the facility. It's amazing to see, just like my business specifically, what manufacturers do. And people don't realize how many businesses are in Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and all the areas that we you know, service. I mean, where products come from. Mm-hmm. But So we'll sit down and we'll design an exhibit for them. Um, you know, obviously we manufacture them as well. Um, we ship them directly to the shows. We go out, set them up. We dismantle them. We ship them back to our facility and store them till the next show. Wow. So you, one, you tour the facility, get to understand the, the manufacturer or the client. Then you go and you come back with all the ideas and begin designing. You actually do the designing? No. Our designers do the designing. The designers do the designing. (laughs) I'm I'm amazing about telling stories, but I have to see it visually to make sure that that's what they're wanting. So that's why we have designers. Okay, that fair enough. You design it, then you manufacture it from the design team here in Wichita. No, we do not actually. Um, We are a Nimlock distributor. Um, If anybody has been in the exhibit industry. Nimlock's been around for actually 50 years. Um, they started as a 
a panel system. I don't know if you remember years ago, there was the fabric panel systems mm-hmm. that they had. And the Perutz family actually drove all around and had these panel systems in their car and went and presented to people. So um, we um, contract with them. Mm-hmm. We have other manufacturers as well, but Nimlock is the largest manufacturer globally for exhibits and displays. They're high quality, they're a reasonable price product, and they're amazing to work with. That's so. awesome. And then... You ship it to wherever the trade show is, install it, break it down after the trade show, and then store it. I mean, you are a one-stop shop. We are. That is amazing. We just asked our clients to show up at the show. So, Help me understand how you got from, you left Vice because they were uh, rotating out. and The person at the company wanted to hire you. How did you get from being an employee Did you own that company or did you start your own company? I worked for the exhibit company as a salesperson. Okay. So it was my responsibility to build the Kansas City market for the company that I worked for. Um, And I was there, um, it looks like four years. I learned the industry. Um, The owner was an amazing mentor. Um, And then the, the business went through some different changes. They had bought a company. Okay. And unfortunately, it, um, let's just say it, it wasn't as profitable as we thought the company would have been. And so I went back into Yellow Pages until I decided what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to stay in the exhibit industry. Um, it just wasn't an opportunity here. Um, Nimlock, actually, out of Chicago, reached out to me and had referred so many exhibit companies, but they're just not here. Mm-hmm. So I spoke with exhibit companies in Kansas City, and I spoke with exhibit companies actually over in Europe about being a salesperson for them. And um, to be quite honest with you, what actually did it is I was actually going to meet a company in Kansas City. I was going to meet him in Topeka um, to um, interview with him about being a salesperson for him. Mm. And, you know, I've been in sales my whole life. He went back and discussed it with his sales rep. And his sales rep said, we don't need another sales rep. Because what happens when you have another sales rep? Your territory gets divided. Mm -hmm. You get less revenue. You don't get all the clients. And so we had the conversation the next day. And he said, you know, I don't think we're going to be in need of having additional sales rep for our team. And I had just... I don't know what it was, but I said, you know, maybe I should just open up my own company. And he said, you won't survive. And so I quit my job the next day and opened my own company. Wow. And how long has it been? Uh, Six years in April. Not surviving, right? Right. Got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love when you prove people wrong. That is a great success story. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to see how, how you got there. You mentioned about Nimlock, and what makes them different than everybody else? They're a family-owned company. They kind of remind me of the Feist family. They're very loyal. They're very dedicated. I know when I get a product for one of our companies, whether it be a portable display like a banner or a table throw, which are simple things that businesses need, or it's a custom exhibit, that, you know, whether it be a double deck structure or something that's very unique, I know it's not going to leave that facility until it's correct. 
Mm-hmm. I fly out there um, to Chicago on every custom exhibit to make sure it's perfect before it walks out the door. So did you have other competitors of Nimlock that you took a look at or was Nimlock it and you zeroed in on it and it was done? Um, Nimlock is our main manufacturer. I actually have um, relationships with others as well, okay. depending on Nimlock's kind of unique. Um, if you work with a manufacturer in the exhibit world, typically you only work with them. Mm-hmm. So that would be whatever lighting they have, whatever fabric they have. Gotcha. Um, Nimlock allows you to bring in other elements. So maybe we design everything that is structurally in the extrusions are Nimlock, but I have this amazing lighting or an element that I want to include. They allow that. So we incorporate all of it into the design. Very, very cool. Your industry is kind of new to me. I mean, you you see exhibits all the time. You don't know who put them up. Some people do them themselves and they look like they were done themselves or some people do the, the professional thing. Give us some myths about your industry. I mean, what people say about your industry that's not really true or they just think it is because based on what they see on TV or something. Is there anything about your industry that's mythical, for lack of a better word? Well, I think of a lot of companies have been, I don't know if I would say scored specifically, but they would feel a little negativity towards some exhibit companies because a lot of them do require contracts. Mm. Um, Contracts are when they do a contract and you are actually indebted to them, whether it be two years, three years, or five years. Typically, when somebody gets a contract like that, uh, customer service goes down, rates go up, um, salespeople change. Um, we're unique by that. We never, ever have contracts with our clients. I mean, we expect to do the best every single time, and we expect to be judged on every single project that we do. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success. We invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Tell us about um, what's going on in the industry today and what you see in the future as far as Red Door 3. That's a good question. You know, our industry has been shut down since March. In fact, I was in Vegas on the show floor the third week in March on the largest construction show that, excuse me, Vegas has, Con Expo. It's every three years. Um. I was on the show floor and everybody came around and indicated we're cutting the, the, the show um, by one day, which I was shocked, for one, because people are from all over the country that come to this show. 
I mean, it costs a lot of money for the clients to be there, especially a construction show. They're shipping and equipment um, and a lot of things typically you wouldn't have at a show. Um, so, you know, we thought it was just going to be a brief thing for us, but obviously with COVID, there's, you know, we are not doing face-to-face. This is one of the few face-to-face things I've done lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on an amazing call last week with some of the large convention halls, and it was just very inspiring about <clears throat> what we can do. What can we do in the times that are now? Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting to see that, um, as we open up, which I'm assuming, I, I think by fall, we'll have our shows open for sure. Our okay. industry is typically spring and fall. Spring seems a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Summer is when clients market, they get their you know thoughts together. What shows are they going to go to and planning for fall? Um, you know, there are two major certifications that uh, convention halls are going to have to go through. One is basically going to be about sanitizing um, and making sure all the floors are safe. And another one's going to be about how the employees at the convention halls are going to um, keep up on, you know, testing and everything like that. Um, It was interesting to see whether, depending on what show it's going to be, I know one convention hall I was on with the D.C., um, Orange County, which is in Orlando. I was on with um, Overland Park, actually. Um, they were the second one to get certified for, for sanitizing, which is interesting, but in Kansas. Mm. Um, some um, exhibit convention halls are going to have apps. So you're going to have an app that you're saying, hey, I'm going in Hall C. I can look on my app and see when the last time that was sanitized. Wow. That's going to be interesting. Um, in D.C., they have a new product that is for sanitation. It's a two-step product. Wherever they put that sanitization on product, whether it be on tables, desks, on doors, whatever, it will stay on for 90 minutes. 90 minutes, it will kill all germs. So that's amazing. I don't think the challenge is going to be people um, scheduling exhibits and scheduling their space to be at a show. It's going to be the attendees and the exhibitors being comfortable going. Gotcha. How do you get them comfortable? Because face-to-face marketing, there's nothing else. I mean, we've done the virtual shows. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they just, we've been in such a short time span and they aren't done the way they should be done because mm-hmm. we're hoping that they don't last for very long. Right, right. Um, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to go back to face-to-face. But our biggest challenge is going to be, are you going to be comfortable to go to a show? And we need to make sure that that happens. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. I think everybody remembers where they were on that March day when the country shut down. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Well, I am interested. You, you know, you said everyone's waiting for that face-to-face, and that is a, a better interaction, and, a, and a, it creates a better experience, right? But from your time during the pandemic, what did you learn from the virtual shows that can be improved upon if necessary, and if we have to go that route again? Well, I don't think we've even done virtual shows enough to know exactly what really worked. I mean, whether you have a show, you know, I've sat in on a lot of meetings with clients with the specific shows that they actually have bought a virtual space for. Mm -hmm. And some will say, please send us your logo and we'll put it up and then you can invite people to chat with you. Um, Some companies um, that are actually creating shows will have um, virtual exhibits, which we can create for you. 
but the cost is, you know, there is a cost to it. And how long are you going to be using it? You know, I always think of the bottom dollar as a business owner. I mean, I try to treat our clients money like we do ours. And so we always feel you should always be at a virtual show if you can. Um, I spoke with one of our clients in Hutchinson. They had a virtual show and they said we didn't have many leads, but the leads that we got were the ones we really wanted Mm. Um, because the big well, the big companies weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it gave them an opportunity to kind of grasp on some new clientele maybe they wouldn't have gotten before. So that's neat. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about creating, um, you know, a, a virtual booth per se. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, and I'm fascinated just because what does that look like visually? I come into the, to the room and I see the logo, I click on it, and then it opens up to all of the things that you've designed for this particular company? It would be like just walking through the trade show specifically. You would go huh. through your booth, you walk through the booth, and there would be elements that you would actually click on, and it would show the client's video, their corporate video. It can show their product. It can be as detailed as you want it to wow. be. Wow. But it would be mm. like going to a show. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and speaking of that experience uh, that you create in design, can you tell us a, a, a few of the things that you offer? Like, I know you do banners, right? I know you do outside do. Uh, displays. And um, so can you talk to us a little bit about your, all the things that you create? Yeah. Uh, typically, um, you know, if you kind of break our business down, it's kind of two elements. You know, half of our business is small portable solutions, which everybody needs, whether you're having a um, event, you know, at your facility, whether you're needing something for a corporate backdrop, we do all the banners, the table throws, and the small items that are needed. Like you said, the outdoor signs, mm-hmm. whether it's a restaurant that wants to put their hours up or that they're available or they have a new menu. And the other 50% of our business is the larger exhibits, the custom kiosks, the items that, you know, maybe somebody wants to do, um, put their product at their facility on a display. Um, Interior signage, we do as well. Um, We've done quite a few corporate interiors. In fact, Nimlock has just partnered with and purchased an amazing fabric company where we'll do a lot of very unique elements for corporate rooms, like um, fabric lights that you would have and things Mm. like that that we actually haven't done in the past. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you describe for us um, your company's latest major success? How about surviving this? Surviving, <laughs> yes. You know, it was it was amazing. We were just on, we are so appreciative of our clients and referrals, and we had our best spring we've ever had. Wow. So it, it's just, it's kind of an aha moment. It was our success. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, we, we still keep in contact. It, it, it's just interesting. It's, our clients are still there. They just don't need our services right now. I mean, it's not like you're starting your business over by any means. Mm-hmm. What it has done is it had a, it's given us an opportunity to pause for a moment and actually network and get out. I mean, when you're in the hustle and bustle, you don't have time to do that or you don't make time. Mm-hmm. But um, we're very appreciative of all the clients that we do have. Um, we have been networking like crazy and keeping in contact. All the clients, I mean... Thank goodness everybody's still doing very well. Um, We've been very appreciative. A lot of ad agencies kind of have maneuvered marketing dollars from the trade show industry Mm -hmm. 
um, that we would typically use to go to a show, and they have actually um, provided social media for the clients, whether it be through mm -hmm. LinkedIn or Facebook. And I am very appreciative of that. We work with agencies all the time. We don't want our clients to not market at all because they can't go to a show. Right. So um, as long as they continue to pivot until we can get back out there, that's a great thing. Uh, that's, that is a great thing. So uh, what are some of the resources and tools that you have used during this time to overcome challenges um, or to help you succeed? Like, I'm really excited about this new venture of having a podcast to really connect with different types of people, different mm -hmm. people who might not have heard of your business, and a new way to just really engage since we can't be in person. So what some, are some of the tools that it's either offered by the Chamber or other resources? Well, I try to do anything the Chamber offers, if possible, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, I mean, in, as a salesperson, even though I'm a business owner, I'm a true-hearted salesperson. Salespeople love to connect and talk, right? Um, I am um, on the Manufacturing Association, the Wichita Manufacturing Association. <clears throat> this year, I'll be um, vice president of the organization. It's over 100 years old, which is an amazing thing. But I've kind of threw myself into this year, I took part of and kind of helped the process of rebranding that whole organization. Oh. So we just launched our website last week and the brand new branding. So I kind of steerheaded that, which gave me something kind of exciting to do. Yeah. And um, I know our members are truly going to benefit from that. But I remember that Logo, it was the logo like a gear, uh, a sprocket? It's kind of like a screw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to see it yet? <laughs> I, we were members. I think we still are. Uh, Evergy is a yeah. member of the Manufacturers Association. And I just remember it was just a blue sprocket, I think. or Well, you will not believe what it looks like now. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Stepped okay. up your game. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, w and M. That's. That's nice. <laughs> Sleek. Yep. See? So we're very excited about that. Um, if, if, if I would have been crazy busy like typical, um, I don't think I would have had an opportunity to help right. that as much as I did. So it's been a lot of fun. We just launched it last week. Good for you. Congrats. Yeah, Thank that's you. a big undertaking. That is a big undertaking. I mean, it really is. I just did that with an organization that I sit on the board with and uh, – Kudos to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she has to say yes. about that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do it again for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> Excellent. Um, what makes you come to work? I know you're an entrepreneur and you're all in, but what truly makes you come to work every day? Well, I want to be that great role model for my kids that you could get through anything. I mean, right now it's tough for kids even, you know, whether it be the homeschooling or... You know, my oldest son is at pharmacy school and it's very difficult not to do things in person and the challenges that they're all going through. Um, you know, I, I I think I'm very fortunate that I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I talk to so many people that, wow, I wish I loved what I did. So I guess having that and my kids knowing that I'm doing everything I can for them. I mean, that's that's what it's about. I love that. It's remarkable, remarkable to uh, be able to leave a legacy like this for them as well mm. um, and say, wow, look what my mom accomplished. Such an amazing woman. That's great. I love well, thank that. Thank you. So as we are wrapping up, I just kind of want to hear from you. Where do you think your organization will be in five years? What's your vision? 
My vision. Well, my vision is continually to have continual growth. You know, I don't want to be the biggest exhibit company out there by any means. I mean, I want to make sure as we continue to grow that we provide the services that we do now. Um, And I'm very cognizant of that. Um, But just continuing to grow and and learning all these new elements. I mean, I think our biggest challenge um, for me personally as a company Nimlock is the largest manufacturer of exhibits globally. And mind you, we don't rely on them for everything. Mm -hmm. That being said, they have over 90 distributors globally. So whether you be in Chicago or Vegas or New York, companies need to realize that you can still get that here. We're all manufacturing by the same thing. It's it's the relationships. It's it's the, are we going to take care of you? It's the design team that we have. Um, so I will go up against anybody in any other state. I love that. On client, uh, you know, customer service, pricing, or uh, integrity. So that, that right there says it all. It, what, if you were to leave us with just a couple uh, words, what would you want the greater Wichita metro area to know about you? and your business? Um, Just that we're very passionate about what we do. We truly believe that we want you to succeed. I know it's kind of crazy, but all these manufacturing companies grow, right? And I really feel we're a part of that. I mean, if we can take a vision of a business and we can incorporate that into an exhibit Mm -hmm. and we can send that to a show and they can get more business, they'll come back and they need to hire people, right? We're helping the economy. I truly believe that. Yes. But just so you know that that's how we feel about what we do. We feel that we're helping you succeed. You are helping. And we thank you for everything that you do to help make Wichita a better place and to help all of our businesses succeed and to bring new uh, growth and jobs, capital investment. All of that is very important. So thank you for what you do. Thank we, you. We can feel the passion and um we got five words we want to ask you. Little word association. Hmm. It's not a wrong answer. Just, <laughs> just want to see where your head is. <laughs> mentor. Mentor. My mentor actually was um, my first job. Well, second job. First job is Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> second job, I had two sisters that were um, entrepreneurs, and I still continue to talk to them. Excellent. Wichita. Gosh, I've been here since 1980. What cannot be done in Wichita? Chamber. Chamber, very appreciative. You know, I feel like as a new business, people don't think you're a business unless you're a member of the chamber. Mm. And I truly believe that. Yeah. I agree with that. So do I. Uh, Vacation. Oh, I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And last but not least, fun. Fun. Cooking and baking. That's my favorite thing in the world to do. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you spending your afternoon with us, Stacy. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another edition of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. This was a wonderful, wonderful showcase of Red Door 3. Thank you for your time. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you leave a review for us and let us know the things you like, things you didn't like, and what who else you'd like to hear from in the upcoming podcast. Till next time.
The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.